Welcome to Off the Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook, and Shiz. It's Off the Rip. Nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing in common. I can't stay comfortable comments. Yo, 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 yo. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. What is up, yo? You here with your hosts that be fronting like they know the most. You already heard me say it in the intro, man. What's goody? Got another episode of Off the Rip right now. We are at episode number, we don't know. We'll get back to you on that. But fuck it, we here. We got Rashawn here. What's up, Shiz? Yo. Yeah, sound like a little punk he is, yo. Watch your mouth, man, for real. Yo, come, come do something about it. Why don't you do that? I'm going to see you after this recording. Yeah. Continue, continue, please. Continue, yo, continue, yo. continue. Yeah, I think his hat's on a little too tight, Mo. Yo, I continue. Don't talking to me like that. Yo, Reem, what's up, baby? How you doing, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Moot, what's up, man? How you doing? What's good with you? What's good with you? Damn, you Trev take on the, the ones and twos. Me, yeah. What's up, man? All right. You know, I got that new mic so you can hear me spit that hot fire. Speak, B. Speak. I always speak, yo. I move the masses and call me Moses. Ooh. Anyways, what's up, yo? How y'all doing, man? You ain't even checking with everybody. You gotta check in with people, man. You know, it's a pandemic, bro. It's been two years of this shit. Right. What everybody's <laughs> doing, yo. Everybody's mental health going right now. I'm feeling a little crazy if you can't tell. A little stir crazy. A little tense, bro. Literally two years of this shit, almost. Like, you're gonna have to be. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It'd be two years, like, in January is when it, stuff really started to shut down. School started to shut down. It was, like, February. It was, it was like, March. February. Mm-hmm. I remember, well, March is when it really started shutting down. But, like, yeah, school I'm gonna say January. January and February is when you really started hearing about it. And yeah. then March is when that shit started, you know. March is the Rudy Gobert incident. Well, forever oh, yeah. Rudy Gobert. Oh yeah. Is that, where, is that hold on? Can we go back real quick with Mook? Is that is that where the deep seated hatred for the Utah Jazz started? To be honest, it was before that. <laughs> I think it's it's kind of been a thing my whole life. Like as a kid, because I was a Jordan fan, you know, the first basketball memory I remember was the Utah Jazz versus the Bulls in the final. So I didn't like him because of that. And then like they just had Carl Malone and, and John Stockton. Like, who likes those guys? Like, <laughs> Like, yeah, how, not, like, how can you not like Carl Malone? The guy Speaking of Carl Malone, there's a lot of reasons, of reasons, why, you like reasons why you don't like Carl Malone. I mean, I meant for basketball. I know. <laughs> Never mind. Yo, yeah, Carl Malone was wild when Magic came back with the AIDS. I ain't playing with Magic. I ain't playing with no AIDS. Yeah, but then he's out here he's messing with thirteen-year-olds. Yeah, and that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know there's a lot of reasons why I don't like Carl Malone. Why we don't like Carl. One of the only black men I feel are racist. Got me there. Now he is. Certainly. If Uncle Ruckus was a person, his name would be Carl Malone. He's Samuel L. and Django. Nah, That's I don't exactly want to put that on anybody. Yo. I don't want to put that on anybody. That's messed up. He'd be a slave driving ass Negro who was back in the day. Huh? Could you imagine if you listened to the podcast? <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. Yo, I want to know some of Strays early in the morning. <laughs> He'll, he'll, he'll hunt you down with a bow and arrow, bro. Like, exactly. That's why I got the yards out. 
Anyways, yo, we got on the dock. Yo, we talk about friends. We gonna recap power. You know this is the power. Ah, where do we start? I'm sorry. Power book to ghost. That's where we're at. It's been um four episodes, I believe, but we're only gonna talk about the first three because not all of us are caught up. But uh, how do y'all just just genuine genuine feelings about this season of power? Is there any anything you want to highlight? Any nitpicks? You know, right. any theories? <laughs> whatever i let me have it all all right so one of the first things i want to discuss right now is how okay as a as a uh a, a, a basketball savvy aunt i want to consider myself as um savant my fault but is nobody gonna say anything for her <laughs> so but He's so, calling himself a saiyan? Is he Goku? <laughs> so, in the first episode, this man declares for the draft, right? Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. in the last episode we just discussed, they were talking about how the season is still going on and how he can't play right now because of this investigation. You and can't declare for yeah. <laughs> you can't declare for the draft and just still continuously <laughs> play college basketball games. That shit don't make no fucking sense. Wait, no Tariq is D one. No, 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 no,
Like it's literally like they made like it's literally the same season. <laughs> like the kid, like nothing's changed. Like she's been living with her the whole time. Now she's like has speaking lines and stuff like that. And I'm just like waiting for the day that they bring Tosh on this episode because that's when I'm really gonna lose it because I know it's gonna get even worse. Oh, the grandma's she's coming bad too. Yeah, she's coming soon. Wasn't she in love and basketball? Yeah, she was. Yeah. She was the mom in, in love and basketball. Yeah, she she's not she's not producing for me. But nobody is. Like you think about like all the actors that were on the show that they killed off were so much better than what they have right now. The show like, went down uh, when they murdered uh my man Julito. Show went down when they went when they killed Ghost. And everybody's like, to be honest, he was literally him nah, and the show Tommy. Was bad by the time Ghost died. The show, the show went bad when Tommy pulled up into an, a penthouse apartment with a machine oh, yeah. gun, shot the whole thing <laughs> in the up, middle in the heart of Manhattan, tiptoed on his in his Jordans out the back door and drove away in his distinct American muscle car, and no one blue, said blue, anything. Loud muscle, muscle car in New York City. Loud muscle car. This dude had a submachine. Who's like? A fucking 50 caliber gun, bro. I don't even know how he carries that. Sprayed up the whole himself. kitchen and missed him. That shit heavy. Yeah. <laughs> bro, he, and like Grand Theft Auto just pulled the shit out of his back pocket. Yeah. Oh my God. I think the <laughs> the worst actor is uh what's the, the girl's name in um in the canonical class. studies, bro? Oh, she's terrible, bro. Oh my god. That whole canonical studies class is just fucking bullshit. Yeah, like they always just like have these like speeches. Like I guess they're trying to like drag it into like all the situations that are going on in the show. It's exactly like, what terrible. they're doing. Like yeah. why? Why do you do that? You don't have to do that. <laughs> like you, I'm not an idiot. I understand the themes of a fucking show. You don't need to have a class that's like, oh, the ethics behind like free will or not free will. Like is free will real? Like come on, yo. I think my my biggest situation too is everything overlaps like there's no such thing as a fucking secret in this show because everybody's within close proximity like we're having it makes uh, new york feel dumb small you know what i mean but we're having new york feel dumb exactly small. but we're having some of some of these ongoing investigations being talked about with doors being open fucking people just walking by and then you got it, Bro, it when, seemed like on, they got an open. It seemed like it seemed like uh, Stansfield got like an open door policy because everyone could walk up in the dorm room. Oh my god, that shit is so <laughs> fucking Yo, stupid. How many times is Tariq gonna get caught lacking, bro? Like you just yeah, go open the door. You're, I'm glad he got punched in the face, but no. Nah, um, I'm saying, can we talk about this white super cop, bro? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was talking takes, about. He takes Carrie. He wants to be like, oh, hey, Carrie, what's up? Then takes her to see a dead body, and then be like, what did you do? What did you do? You killed him. Like, what type of police work is that? <laughs> Which is he what I'm like saying. So He's jumping through so many hoops, trouble. bro. And I'm like, at some point, somebody, his superior should come down and be like, yo, we got to take you off this case. Like, first of all, how the fuck did you even get brought on to investigate this yeah. in the first yeah. place? Because you, you you slept with her. And then on top of that, so that you, yeah, you feel some type of way about... Excuse you from, a, from, the, from the case. Exactly. Why don't, yeah. why don't they just handle... Um, him like they handle everybody else on the show, just kill him off, and nobody really seems and to. Can we talk eye. about? Can we talk about Zeke's freaking R. Kelly uh, blow up? Hey man, I'm telling you, Fifty <laughs> has an idea. Fifty's taking that Disney stand, the Disney Channel idea, where you uh, have actors and, and pop stars, and you just yeah. gonna make them all famous. I guess. Fifty smart. If it works, it works. You know. Yeah, his little blow up on national television. This is bullshit. 
this is bullshit. Oh, this Jamel, Jamel, Jamel was terrible, over. yo. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, well, why don't you agree to that? She wouldn't, she wouldn't do that in real life. I can't stay comfortable. Let's let's talk about something a little more positive, yo. There's a lot of positive stuff going on. Um, a lot of black love going on, black excellence going on. We have. Uh, we want to start. We can start with Coach Prime, and we can talk about what Deion Sanders is doing at Jackson. Jackson State. Jackson State University. Jackson State. JSU. Take it away, fellas. Yeah, so, so lat- oh, you want to go move? Go ahead. No, I'll, I'll let you go, Green. I'll, I'll just give a little overview then for people that don't know. Um, last week, um, Deion's been making headlines for a, a lot of reasons, I feel like. But most recently, last week, he was in the headlines because Jackson State was able to secure um, – it, the like the consensus number one we were saying basically the number one pick um in this year's high school uh not number one pick no this year's high school number recruiting one class. ranked number recruit. one ranked recruit thank you yes. yeah um and this was a big deal one because Jackson State is is Jackson State a much smaller school compared to the schools he was looking at but also this recruit was being recruited from for schools like FSU um Georgia Alabama so this is the number one recruit in the country so all the top d1 programs you can imagine are looking at this kid uh travis hunter Mm -hmm. um and he chose hbcu jackson state with coach prime and it just Mm -hmm. i don't know when you guys heard about this news how how big of a deal is this really uh first and foremost this is huge because travis i think travis hunter actually committed to fsu and then he decommitted to uh decommitted from fsu and then ended up signing with uh, Jackson State. So I think this is big. I think it's really shaking up the, uh, you know, the college football scene in terms of, you know, a highly ranked recruit uh, now committing to an HBCU. And it really speaks to Coach Prime and just um, his recruiting style and how he's able to, you know, recruit some of these top prospects. And um, I'm really interested to see what next year is going to be like and just overall the program man i mean they were 11 and 2 this year so he completely yeah. turned the program around he's using his his platform with i think barstool to like really uh get people to to gain an insight on you know the historically black college football scene um and i think they've had different um stadium attendances of like 50,000 plus fans at certain games mm-hmm. so i mean he's completely completely changing the atmosphere um, of the college football scene at these historically black colleges. And I think that's dope. Shout out to him. Yo, also too, um, college scouts have, they got to come. The, the, the number one cornerback is there. Like how are you not going to come check him out? Like, so that college, other scouts have to come. Not to yeah. say that um, players don't come out of FCF schools. They do. But a lot of times they end up having to like try out and stuff like that because no one's coming to really check them in person. So this is huge for this whole team to get exposure and other FCF schools because they got sometimes they might be watching one player and then, oh, who's this dude on the other team? He's nasty. And then So like it's bringing more exposure to HBCUs in general, no matter who they play. I think that's a good point, too, because – I don't think people realize how successful HBCUs, especially in football, are in producing like top level talent. Like just a couple of names. You've got Shannon Sharp. You've got Jerry Rice, Walter Payton, uh, Michael Strahan. All these guys went to HBCUs. Terrell Owens. Terrell, these are all Hall of Famers without a doubt, if not already. Um, 
outside of Mega. Yeah. Like, you recognize like HBCUs can produce talent. I think this, like you guys are saying, is a step to get them a lot more, um, you know, attention. And like you said, to get more people looking at these schools to see the rest of the kids too. So it, it's just, a dope move. Not just the exposure too. That's money. That's TV contracts. That's, nope. you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and think about, um, would, would this apply for how college athletes can now make money for themselves? Yeah. So I guess he has a few deals. He has a few okay. deals waiting yeah. for him once he gets on campus. Mm-hmm. They've, already, so they've like, already worked out a few deals for him. So that's dope, too. And it's just like this is the cool thing, too, is that by this dude doing this, the number one recruit, that's going to have a trickle effect where other recruits Absolutely. are going to do it. If the number yeah. one guy says, I can go to HBCU and still probably make the league, which is probably his goal, then other dudes can say, I can go there, too. You know, like, and that that's going to see more people, you know, not just go to the Bamas and the Georgias and the Ohio States of the world. You know, yeah. to spread out the talent a little more. Yeah. So the, also, too, I want to give him a shout out too, because it wasn't just him that committed to um, to uh, Jackson State, although he is obviously the biggest recruit there. But they had, you know, a Florida State transfer. They had, I think, somebody. It was like two or three um, Iowa State, a few Division One, you know, 1A school transfers that are going to Jackson State next year, too. So it's not only just him taking his talents. There's guys on, you know, higher levels of college football that are saying that, you know, they want to make this move as well. So I want to, you know, shout them out, too. Obviously, they're not the name that he is, but it shows you that, you know, it's not just one person making this move and, you know, nobody else is following them. It's a trickle down effect where all these guys are, you know, making better moves for themselves and in better moves for the the long haul. Um, I know they lost last night, but I think it's really good to see that, you know, there was so much excitement to see Jackson play because obviously now they're going to be the target. They're, they're the Alabama of, of, of one double a football now. Well, in, in the um, HBCUs, but to see guys, how excited they were to beat Jackson state last night and stuff. So I hope that the HBCUs in general, just kind of start all recruiting that way. I know um what's his name? Eddie George is a coach. I forget where he's a coach. Oh, yeah. at. Hugh Tennessee Jackson state university. Yeah. Tennessee mm-hmm. State, Hugh Jackson just got grambling, I believe. Shout out my boy Kenya coach. Andrews on Tennessee State. Do your thing, number five. <laughs> so oh, okay, okay. It's really it's really dope to see all these all these guys um doing that. Um, one of my brother's friends, Shaheem Odom, just committed to Howard in basketball. So I'm giving him a shout out for that. Um, there's a few kids from Brockton High that I know just committed to Norfolk State. So. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's good dope. to see good to see so many, you know, familiar faces in, in, in the HBCUs. And hopefully that means that, you know, there's a lot more media exposure for those guys. Yeah, man. Shout out to all these kids that are, you know, making that change and saying they want to do something a little different, you know, change the status quo. So Travis and, and all the other guys that are going to HBCUs when they, they could go to stereotypically, you know, more prominent schools. So WIs. Mm, definitely i love it but in other positive news you know we've got jr smith making some headlines as he completed his first semester at north carolina a and t state university and shared with us through social media that he finished his first semester with a 4.0 gpa um and now when you post something like this on social media you guys can imagine part of the reaction is to clown him and make fun of him the thing i want to say is one like that's dope for jr Two, 
most people, I don't say, I don't know if most people, but some people might not realize he came straight from high school, right? So this dude has not been in a school setting since 2004 and he never did college. And to me, that's more impressive than anything that school has changed drastically in a few years, right? Think about how school was in 2004 compared to how school is now. So like for him to go into his college, he's on the golf team and be able to get a 4.0 GPA, like, you know, hats off to JR, man. That's dope. He should be applauded for that. Like we should, people are going to make jokes, but he, he should be praised for that. That's amazing. Yeah, I think what he did is absolutely um, phenomenal. It needs to be highlighted more. I feel like it's not mm-hmm. really being talked about the way it should be talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he, this is a dude who was known for running around with a shirt off called Henny JR. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just, again, as, as, a, as a black man, to go from that image to being able to celebrate having a 4.0 um, is amazing. And then also talking about, since we're talking about education, even uh, Magna Stallion graduated from uh, college as well. Texas Southern and, University. And just being able to graduate with all of what she's doing is crazy. Because, again, from someone who's been through the system, someone who's been through school, I know how difficult that shit is. To have a 4.0 is is not not easy. It might it's attainable, but it takes fucking work. I don't care how you do it or who, who it is that does it. If you did it, you did it. And that that's a feat. And it's just like Kareem said, the the ability to go back to school, that is the ability, the bravery and the courageousness to go back to school um when you when he doesn't need to, this is literally something that he wanted to do. Like it's something that he's like, I'm, I have this goal and I'm going to go achieve it. Um, I think is is remarkable. And um, I think it's, it's, it's awesome. And again, I think it, it needs to be highlighted more when we talk about not boxing ourselves in, not just being an athlete, being more than an athlete, being more than what these people want us to be, uh, being more than what society thinks we can be and just going after it and get it. Not everybody does it the same cookie cutter way. Everybody goes about it their own way and he went about it and did it. So that needs to be um, commended. That needs to be celebrated. And hats off to JR, hats off to Megan Stallion. Absolutely. I just had a funny thought too of uh, Meg's um, degree was in health administration. I wonder why she uh, chose health administration. um, She's opening up a, a convalescent home and she's hiring recent HBCU graduates. She's opening a what? Um, like a like a old person's home, like a convalescent home. Um, oh, hospice. Yeah, no, nah, oh. not a hospice. That's when you're what, about dude? to die. Oh, you said old people's home. I don't know. Nah, they have ones where, like, you know, if you got like <laughs> all like, old people are dying. So fucked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm the questions our listeners are asking right now. I didn't I didn't know what the word was either. I didn't know what it was either. But yeah, like a, a convalescent home. That's when you like you know, they just like they relax and they need help to live and you know their family can't necessarily take care of them or oh, they might have all time. Yeah, assisted living. Um yeah, yeah nursing home, sis, yeah. So and she's hiring HBCU grad. So um I think that's where that's the um, health administration comes in. She just wants better health for her people, you know. And it's gonna be in Texas, I believe. So big ups that's to her dope. for that. That's dope. So wait, yeah. I mean, why did that? Why did that tickle you? Why'd you laugh? Because she got shot in the foot, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just curious. He's trying well, to alleg- get the medical allegedly. information, the health information, allegedly. Got you. Point. Good point. Yo, because I heard they got shot in the, the foot. The bullet fragments, but you know, because she stitched just herself up. Uh oh. 
Yeah, but shout out to Meg though. That is dope. Without a but doubt. Yeah, That's including dope. including yeah, just not dope. being boxed in and, and shit. Like I want to give a shout out to Omar Shumpert. I think what he did with Dancing with the Stars is awesome and amazing. Yeah, um, in terms shit. of uh redefining black masculinity, uh, in terms of being uh doing something that is nomenclature will call soft or not uh you know not macho or whatever he went out there and he killed it on dancing with the stars and uh he won um and when if i watched his performances and i was moved by them i thought they were dope ass performances i thought they were you don't think so t I well he was doing I, I i didn't think you watched him i just thought you saw the clips on instagram no, I watched him. I watched him since. Oh, you just trying to check his validity, bro? You validity check? Nah, shout out to him. I went back and seen him, but what he does, like, again, I'm not a professional dancer by any standards, but I I was in dance theater on Samuel High School. So, whatever, take with that what you will. Okay. But the ability that he's displaying to be able to go from basketball to dance is not easy. And then to be able to lift the lifts that he was doing with his partner is not easy. The way he's picked the, the, the feats of strength that he was displaying mm. in that um in those uh choreographies was again, I think people underplay it, but it's like now you have to have a lot of strength to be able to lift somebody like that, um, in the way that he was lifting them and, and, and to put them in those positions and stuff. So Tiana, Tiana, dope, I definitely for that. think Tiana, yeah, Taylor, yeah, 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 they be in the they be in the gym for like two hours. She definitely did. Yeah, when he was like, moving his hips. Videos, top 10 video, music videos of my life. Bro, I love the fake music video. Thank you. Fade. Place in my heart. Yo, mm. she definitely, definitely was helping him with dance. Yeah. I know. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't yeah. she? Of course. Of course. You Y'all know? remember the fade, when the fade music video came out? Oh, man. Everybody thought they could be. Girls learned that day, like, there's a difference between working out of <laughs> and, and a difference between sur- surgery and hard work and yes and, and genetics mm-hmm. and genetics like she she blessed you see why there was no tiana taylor challenge because none of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> stick to the body yaddy <laughs> yeah stick to the baggy knees <laughs> but no i just think it's dope i think we're seeing like um a lot of people uh a lot of black people redefine themselves and, and uh, you know, not box themselves in and, and and not let people just call them one thing. And I think that's 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 amazing. I think that's dope. It's stuff to look up to. Absolutely. It's big time, big time. Does that bring Definitely. us to, uh, to Yay Drake? Oh, yeah, Yay We talk about yep. people who are redefining what what it means and not boxing themselves in. And, and Let's just, get it. Woo. So... Where to start? Well, you said you said you didn't like the you didn't like the concert, D. Let's just I, let's I, just I highlight the concert. concert. Yeah, I had problems with the concert, um, but it still was a moment in hip hop. It still was a a moment to to look at two people, regardless of whether I think or not that they're actually cool. Put aside their put aside their differences to come together, um, which is a, a message of conflict resolution, and that you don't always got to be for that. You can be professional with people you don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think pretty that shitty was cause to, to display it on. That's why I was, I, you know what? That's why I was getting to say. Larry Hoover been in jail for like damn near eighty five years. Even, so, so that's one of my problems with the concert. So, for people who don't know, uh, Kanye West and Drake came together to have a concert, and the concert was framed as a free Larry Hoover concert. Not once did one person explain 
what was going on with Larry Hoover. Right. Not once. There, there was no hey, video, it said it on his pants. No That's all you needed to know. There was nothing. It was the hashtag. His $2,000 pants that you could go buy, right? <laughs> About the cop. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, if this is really a concert for Larry Hoover, why are we not being educated about it? Um, even in benefit concerts, like even like the We Are the World concerts, they're gonna have a little blurb. Someone's gonna come right. out, they're gonna pull somebody it. out, like Justin Bieber, someone's gonna sit there and talk with a stale face about like why they're saving the kids in Africa. But like nobody came out talking about the Larry Hoover, uh what's going on with him and why we need to free him and, and just the even the issue of mass incarceration or even the issue of the war on drugs. Right. Yeah. It was a huge opportunity to do that, and none of that came. I don't know what the reason is. But that didn't happen. But um, as a consumer, who cares? I want to see Kanye and Drake. Exactly. Yeah. But, Especially but, for Hoover? That nigga was a heinous murderer, no matter which way you put it. So <laughs> he wasn't. He's that's what I'm tunes. saying. That nigga been in jail for like 70 years. Now we want to free him. Apparently he's the FBI super, was a, a Apparently he's a supermax, so he doesn't see it. He has no yeah, visitation, no, no nothing. No, Nobody no. sees him. Well, clearly he ain't been for this concert. Well, I saw I saw a TikTok crazy. explaining it. That was yeah. that was more information I've seen than than in this concert though. <laughs> that concert. <laughs> That's a thing, move. Like, why wouldn't they just put that TikTok out? Should have like, been like a blurb or something. Yeah. Screen, that's, that's well, I mean, they put it on. The yeah. dude put it on after he was like, so like explaining why they wanted to free Larry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first problem with the concert. Uh, my second problem with the concert was. It felt really disingenuous to me, not just from the standpoint of of uh, not talking about Larry Hoover, but I felt like I felt like Drake took a backseat. I don't know if that was strategic or not. As he should have. That's his dad. Uh, if he's a part of the concert, you, you thought it was going to be like a be, versus. No, it was a Kanye was a versus featuring Drake. I didn't Drake. think it was going to be a versus at all. It wasn't. But, that's what it was. You're right, Trevor, and I think that got mismarketed. That okay. it was Kanye West featuring special guest Drake, and I think I'm people biased, thought it was going to be Kanye. It did, it, did, it did say that on Amazon because because when I looked yeah. at it, I thought I was getting like a Kanye and then like Drake, and then one person would do like some of their you know their older shit, and then Drake would come on and do his thing. But for the most part, I'm like, all right, I, okay, Kanye, but like, goddamn, where Drake at? Yeah, yeah. And then he came on for like he came on for like the last. 10 minutes pretty 10 much. 10 minutes 15, of the show, but then, minutes, yeah. but then with that on Amazon Prime, I wasn't sure if that if that was like a contract thing, like maybe his contract with Apple or something like that. They, they couldn't show him on the on the rerun. I wasn't sure. So well, both of them don't have contracts with Apple anymore, I don't think. Oh, okay. I, don't know, I wasn't business. sure if I, know I wasn't they both sure don't if fuck with Apple. Or else they would have done it with Apple. Kanye West was just doing Apple shows with his pop-ups. All around, so he would have done business with them again. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure. Them. I wasn't sure if it was like a contractual thing as to why, because it looked like halfway through it, Kanye had like a damn like outfit change, and I'm like, wait, where the fuck is Drake at? And he was singing. Um, <laughs> he was singing like a what, what was that song? Ah, oh, fuck. I, but I I didn't even know he wrote that song for Drake. And I'm I like, find your love. Yeah, find and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I said, find your love. Yeah, and I'm like, where the fuck is Drake at? Yeah, and then you just see him dancing around for a little bit. I'm like, so, right, so that's cool. also what I did. I thought they had a moment to to cross over a little bit yeah. more to really show us like how each other has impacted each other's careers on the songs that they've worked on. Yeah, exactly. I thought they should have performed them together more, and that yeah. didn't happen. So that was disappointing. Um, I I don't know if Kanye was trying not to curse 
or what was going on, but he was forgetting his lyrics. He was definitely trying not to curse, and it still came out sometimes. Because yeah. all day, <laughs> Drake didn't I mean, listen Drake to Donda. The whole time. That's yeah, true. Drake was like, cursing the whole time. Well, like, I guess that's a Kanye day. thing. He's not trying to curse no more, but uh, yeah. But I mean, Kanye was playing the slaps. <laughs> he played the slaps. Yeah, that show, his part was lit. Yeah, when he first came out, it was it was dope. And then Drake just played CLB, and you can't play CLB to Kanye's slaps. You can't. CLB yeah, has dumb. no slaps. Yeah. And so that just felt weird. And listen, listen, I have to a little hold on, Kareem. Let me let me speak to you first. I have to go back on my takes on Certified Lover Boy. All right. It's a good album. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a good album. Oh, okay. I have to take okay. I have to take my take back on Way Too Sexy. That song goes off. All right. I just had, <laughs> I had an experience that when I'm out. Oh, right. see, see. Way too that's, sexy. But that's what his music's for. It's supposed to be for when you go out. But listen, listen, listen. It is not Donda, right? And it is not no. Kanye West music. And there's a difference. And I don't know. As there, as there should be. I don't know if Drake conceded because he's trying to play chess and not checkers and be like, I can't really compete with this moment because I don't have what I need. So I'm going to let him do that. I'm going to let him be big bro in this moment. Because then it's a win-win for Drake. Because then it's like, look how gracious he was. Well, yeah, that's what stood out to me is like, you know, optics of this, right? Is like Drake is arguably the biggest, you know, artist in the world right now. But yep. for him to kind of take a back seat to Kanye, it continues his, you know, view as the nice guy in 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 a in the music industry, right? Like yep. even Drake, a superstar, can take a back seat to another superstar, Kanye. Um, so I, I think it was a lot of it was just optics of like, you know, how how do you want to present this concert to the fans, you know? Um, which also brings me to another point of, you know, like Drake to be a part of this, right? Like free Larry Hoover, that's a social stand, right? Like he's, he's yeah, taking I'll, a stand, and even though you guys said they didn't explain it at all, but I'll his name is attached to it. You know, I'll give you that. I'll like, give you that. That's like the first time Drake's done that. So I'll give you that. Which is still corny to me because this is the one because there's a concert, right? Attached. We, well, like <laughs> of all the stuff that you could do to actually make a real impact for black people, this is what you ha- like. This this is the mountain you climb. Like this, I, I agree. I yeah, agree. But, yeah, but, but, like, but we're not going to nip like, like Brianna Taylor real quick or something. That's all he had to say, right? Brianna Taylor, boom. Oh my God, Drake really cares. <laughs> but Larry Hoover, you're right. Larry he, Hoover? They probably could have picked somebody. They probably could have picked somebody <laughs> better. But like, are we going to nitpick though? If he's doing it, he's doing it. Uh, if he's not, he's not. There's he's nitpicking. He's nitpicking. He's, what, he's what on there advocating. He's advocating. The the overall cause is social justice reform, right? Like, yeah, they no, picked Larry Hoover no, just. Yeah, what are they? What are they highlighting by doing it? Michael Jordan reach, bro. Right there. At the end of the fucking. What are they? What are they doing by highlighting? So you're saying this is Michael Jordan reach. This is just about Larry Hoover. It's not about other people that have been that have gotten these extended sentences. We don't know. That's the problem. Well, maybe maybe that's what the, that maybe that's what the optic is. That it's just it's it's up for however you perceive it. I mean, I think Kanye's made it. Gray area. Kanye's made it pretty clear that social justice reform, mandatory minimums are something that he has spoken about. Drake hasn't, but to my knowledge, but Kanye yeah. has 
has acknowledged this, and Kim has clearly done a lot of work around social justice reform in prison. prison yeah, I mean, it sounds like yeah, yeah. for Kim. So too. I don't know. Drake attached himself to this. I think it's a step in the right direction for him to be um, attached with something like this. You know, it'll bring more attention to these issues, even if Larry Hoover is not the guy you want to be on that, you know, fence for. Drake <laughs> is still wheelchair Jimmy. He does not take a stand for anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Hey, uh, but yes. Yeah, what do y'all think about Kanye trying to get Kim back, yo? This man's going Pretty through it. Pretty embarrassing, you know? but he like, I get it. That's your wife. I mean, that's not, not anymore, but that's the mother of your kids. Your it's like Robin Thicke. When Robin Thicke went on that stance, bro, like trying to get Paula Patton back, like he knew I mean, he fucked up. would not want to get Paula Patton back? But I'm saying, like, that is just <laughs> one of those things, bro. I felt like it was just a, his last resort, bro. His last cry for, I need you. Yeah, I feel, I, I feel bad for Ye in that sense. It's crazy. I don't think she's coming back. I think she's yeah, she's she's gone. She's out of here. She's, she's out of here. She moved on. Gone. <laughs> you want to talk gone. about somebody playing chess, bro? She's gone. To, this was this was like this was in her plan for a minute that. though. Yo, <laughs> damn. What do you <laughs> she's done. <laughs> oh, oh, yo. Crazy, crazy. That was flagrant. That's just wild. (laughs) See, that's that's the sound clip we need right there. She's done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she not she not messing with Ye no more, man. I feel bad. Oh, I just hope the kids are all right. That's all I hope. The kids are okay, and and in this in in any sort of breakup or split between people, I just hope they're more than all right. right. Yeah, they're straight. Ain't, you know, they're not worrying about it. Well, well not no, it's, it's, not, it's not like it's, yeah, it's not a guarantee that they're more than all right. Like, there's yeah. the mental part of like seeing your parents right, separate and stuff. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Like, and especially with seeing like. These kids be the most fucked up, honestly. And they didn't ask to be rich. They didn't ask it's to be true. rich. Like, it's true. Yeah. But the motherfuckers is all right, though. They will be taken care of financially. Weekly visitations won't be that bad for them. They'll have the five yeah. needs taken care of without a so, doubt. So then, so then, shit. Would you rather your parents be divorced and you be rich forever? No, I was just, I, I was bullshitting, bro. I mean, yeah, but you know what? You know, if my parents, if if hey, listen, if my parents had you know Kardashian money, all I do is hop on a PJ to see my dad in Wyoming. <laughs> like I'd be alright. <laughs> Fly on the private jet, you you figure fly, it out and be okay. PJ, be right. well, I mean, it seems like they both really love their kids too. So you be flying they on do. a jet they to do. see your dad, you be flying on a jet to see Caitlin. I feel like they have like a big supportive family and stuff. I feel like you know they're still gonna be like <laughs> Did nobody just catch that? No, what do you say? <laughs> I said if you was a Kardashian, you wouldn't be hopping on a jet to see your dad, you'd just be hopping on a jet to see Caitlin. I'm like, come on, fam. Oh my god, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> We still doing this, D? We still doing this? Uh, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, the Kardashians got a big family, right? So, like, you, you've got plenty of people that are going to support. And yeah. I think Kanye can, I don't know, they'll figure it out. You got Chris, you got wait, Corey wait. Campbell. He kind of looked like Kanye a little bit, right? 
just nah, just made me think of something. Just made me think of something real quick. This is a little off the topic for a second. Do y'all believe Drake really slept with Kylie though? One thousand percent. Absolutely. I don't know if he did it recently. But I do. I, at some point, I believe he ran through that whole family. Damn, Travis. Oh, Travis. Travis definitely hooked up with Kendall too. Travis guys. Did y'all see that Charlamagne interview? <laughs> nah, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I wasn't watching. I watched it. Oh my god. That's your guy, Rashawn. You it is, but you know what? You gotta sometimes some you people just, just need to bad. sit down and shut up. Some people just yeah, need to sit no, down for real. Up. At this point, he should he should shut up. Sit I don't understand why up. celebrities feel the need to like tell their side of the story. Like sometimes because people demand that they tell their side. No, of the no, but no. But, I mean, it. if there's like if there's a nah, legal, if there's legal issues going on right now, Travis should not be. Speaking. Yeah, he should not be talking. Yeah, he there's there's literally a billion dollar lawsuit in his name, and he is talking to the media. That is not smart. Three billion. That is not smart. Nah. Yo, it sucks. Charlamagne said, Travis, do you know what happened? Though. He's like, I don't know, but you know, I'm 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 looking to find out. You know, I'm working with people to figure out what happened. Nigga, you know what happened. People died. Stop. <laughs> Shut up. Because <Yeah>, <laughs> it's not helping his case, bro. No. Like people are like, Oh, this was such a great interview. And I'm like, no, this shit sound rehearsed. And when he didn't know how to answer a question, he gave a bullshit answer. Yeah. Wise man serious. once said nothing at all. Why do we why do we appoint Charlotte mm. to be our next Don Levin? I can't take him seriously. <laughs> that is Don so Levin. That's funny. <laughs> I'm That's just hilarious. Saying, bro. Because we'll think about it. If Charlotte. Travis, if Travis was to go on like any major news network like ABC, do a special, he would get eaten alive. So I feel like I'm gonna go and talk to Charlemagne because you know oh, no, 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 I get no, Charlemagne. Charlemagne can I was talking about in general, like Charlotte okay. has just been on this run, which I is good for him, but I don't understand it. Oh, because they, I don't know. Does he still do a radio show? I feel like he just does. He just had an interview with Vice President Harris. Like, uh, that's all he does is interview now. President? Yeah, I, I've honestly I, haven't seen her. Bro. I haven't seen her. So. Oh, D. I there he last, is. Thing, last thing she said, last thing I heard her say was telling people not to uh, come, not to, not to come over the border. That's the last thing I heard her say. Wow. Well then, well then, to uh, to pivot yeah, away from that. It. That's the last thing, yo. Whenever, whenever, <laughs> whenever there's a problem with the people of color, they pop out Kamala Harris and say, "Yo, don't do that, people of color." <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> She <laughs> said she was standing on the, the White House steps, like, I got this icebox. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I got that. Uh, I got that Amari on for you. <laughs> oh, man. Mook, what you just brought up, though, made me think um, uh, was that who was that that kind of leaked that information about Drake? Um, the girl that Tristan Thompson got pregnant. That was with Tristan Thompson, right? Yeah, she was putting yeah. this stuff out there. Yeah. Tristan Thompson has to be I heard, the worst I heard that was fake. of all time. Yeah, I heard that was fake too, but... Oh, it is? Oh, but okay. he did come out and admit that he... No, no, he did cheat. And he does have a baby by a new mama. But, but the... the, the screenshots were... Messages, the direct messages were fake? fake. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he does have a baby by his personal trainer. He did try to pay her off. And then Jesus. now he's trying to be cool about it. I, I, it's crazy. Yeah, seventy five so, grand is so cheap. Like what? Like she could just get a she a physical trainer. She making that yearly. That ain't no thing. Yeah, especially when you consider especially years of child support. Especially what Tristan Thompson support. is making right now. Like we all yeah. saw that LeBron got you paid. 
exactly. We know, we know how much you're still making from Cleveland. Well, wait, so she was the one that talked about Drake and, and Kylie, though? So, like, is that... Well, all that all that stuff was fake. That was fake, apparently. It was all fake. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Well, I, I, I love the wrong rumors to be messy. Hey. It's not it's not so far as you can't imagine it happening. Like that's the thing. Yeah. You know, it's within the realms of possibility. I mean, if the game ran through the Kardashians, Drake. Don't forget where Kim used to be. Laps, Kim, bro. And I say this respectfully. Kim evolved like a Pokemon, bro. Like she evolved <laughs> up, the social, up the social class ladder, bro. She did. She did. Yo, she, did. she really she did, did, though. Yeah. <laughs> like when she when she went from Chris Humphreys. From what, Reggie to Miles Austin to yeah, Nick Humphreys. Cannon first. Nick Cannon first. Oh, yeah, first. Nick Cannon. Um, like, Re- oh, Nick you Cannon said Reggie. Yeah. Yo, shout out Nick Cannon. Yeah, and then to land Kanye is is to, she, she, she she leveled up. I mean, yeah, she yeah, did. She, and she fisherman. She, she fished did. a tuna. So back in the, before Kanye, she definitely was trolling around in, in spots with like the game and stuff, bro. I can see that 1,000%. Yeah. And she's using it now for, you know, positive things, right? Like she's got a lot of foundation. She's got a lot of things that she's, you know, working on that are positive. I really see it's no I different to anybody. That. Like when you single, like you're going to be fucking like, so that's true. Like, you know, you, you dating, it's just her shit was way more public when you really think about it. But I mean, I do see the escalation, but I mean, as you get more successful, you're around more successful people. Like they become more your equals somewhat, um, at least financially. So like, I used to I used to fuck with broke chicks, but my chick ain't broke now. <laughs> Nor am I. <laughs> Although I do pretend. Hey, Boom, tell the good people where to find us, man. You can find us at off the rip dot podcast and off the rip underscore podcast. <clears throat> if you haven't got your hoodies yet, please DM us. You know, get you that. Hoodies is done, bro. Oh, we done with the hoodies. I thought you said we were at 17. I was like, oh my god. We done, bro. Okay. I apologize that. Be on the lookout for the next drop. Because you know, once we get the next drop, it's gonna be even crazier than this one. So make sure you copy gear. But like I said, are we gonna walk in slow motion? Make a make an Instagram video and walk in slow motion in our driveway? Oh, absolutely. In the hoodie. In the hoodie. (laughs) I might even switch. I might even do like the back to backs with like you know one in the red and one in the green. You know, casually Ooh. walking and looking back. Ooh. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I just got to figure out what song. I think I'm gonna do uh illest motherfucker alive by Kanye. There you go. <laughs> Way too sexy, bro. Wait, what are you talking what are you, about? Are you gonna caption the location? You know, is it gonna be like Spotify? <laughs> Said black magnificent. We are out of here. Where's he out of here? Where's he out of here? Where's he out of here? Where's he out of here?